Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney and I'm your host. Today is September 2nd, year 2023. Today I'm going to talk about the month of September. Currently, we have so many planets retrograde. It's truly a review in the rear view mirror. We have Mercury retrograde, of course, which has been nothing short of nightmarish. <laughs> For me, anyway. Venus is also retrograde. Saturn is retrograde. Uranus is retrograde. Neptune is retrograde. And Pluto is retrograde. Basically, the only planet that is moving in direct motion currently is Mars and Jupiter also, but on the fourth, Jupiter turns retrograde. So the two planets that are direct are Mars and Jupiter, but starting on the fourth, all the outers will be retrograde. The outers are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. I'm going to break down what each planet represents. Venus will go direct. She will station direct on the 3rd, the evening of the 3rd. It will be the 4th in some parts of the world. The 4th is also when Jupiter turns retrograde. So the 3rd, 4th are big domino effect days revolving door days, cracked mirror days, as far as I can see it, because there's so many shifts of forward backwards or repeat ad nauseum. The only good thing, well, no, let me restate that. There is one outstanding great thing about retrogrades more than one, and that is you can often find lost objects. Simultaneously with finding lost objects during retrograde periods, not just Mercury, when specific planets go retrograde, of course they never do go retrograde, they just appear to our naked eye to be retrograde, depending on the representation of that particular planet, that can reflect what is reoccurring in your life or what reappears or what you will review, what you will reestablish perhaps. With Jupiter about to turn retrograde, its beliefs, its justice, it's whatever area in your particular birth chart Jupiter happens to represent, which house and which area that house represents is where you will have an opportunity to look over your shoulder. I need to make something very clear. Not everybody does look over their shoulder. Some people do not reflect and to think that everyone 
on the planet is utilizing retrograde periods to review and re-examine and reorganize and rethink is a mistake. Some people just plow forward and continue to repeat the same hard lessons that they need to learn. And it's painful to watch that sometimes if there's somebody that you love. We also see countries repeat the same problems at nauseum. Pluto is retrograde, and that represents power and government. And so when it goes retrograde, there is a review of government policies and how they're working or not working and who's doing the power grab and who's misused their power. It's a reflection on the energy force of power. And of course, I'm just mentioning a few little things. The planets are so vast in their definition of what they represent. There's no way in a small podcast I can ever touch on every single detail. And even if I did, your brain would be on overload and you would stop hearing me after a certain point. We can always utilize the retrograde atmosphere for reestablishing virtues, values, characteristics within our own personality and our own life that we want to restore or renew. So even though a retrograde period can be very frustrating, it has a purpose. It also allows us to reorganize our life in the area that is being touched on. Neptune, for example, retrograde, can bring back past dreams that you might have had and let go. It can bring back a revitalized spiritual path, or if you work in a field that requires your imagination to be rich, you can review techniques that allow that blossoming to happen, or you can look back to your previous creative work you've done and assess what you learned, what you would like to take further and perfect or restructure. With Saturn retrograde, which rules teeth, bones, spinal column, structures, foundations, it's an especially fantastic opportunity to research areas within your own body and pay attention to areas in your your own physical temple of what makes your body stronger. What allows your foundation that you need to walk on this earth to be stable? Venus has been retrograde, and of course we're all going to be rejoicing that she will go direct on the third and the fourth in some parts of the world. And so we've had many weeks to contemplate what we love, 
what the meaning of love is, what the status of our love relationships happens to be, how we can approve that. When she goes direct, very often the markets will be very wobbly. Sometimes it can mean an uplifting. Other times it can mean it's going south. Venus represents money and it also represents your values. It represents the art world. It represents how you share and show love. And love, by the way, is a verb. And Mercury retrograde deals with all the data in our life. Paperwork, transportation, how we communicate. And it's classically known when Mercury goes retrograde, we have to redo, the stamp was left off the letter, an additional piece of paper was forgotten to be put in the envelope. That's why I always advise triple check three times. Dot your I's, cross your T's, and triple check three times. Because our mind tends to be a bit scattered when Mercury is retrograde. We're pulled like Gumby in all sorts of directions. And so we might miss something. So normally we might catch things that during the retrograde period just completely are off the radar for us, even though they're right in front of our eyes. Mercury will go direct on September 15th, and that week is especially an important week because that's the same day as the new moon in Virgo at 21 degrees. So I have come to the conclusion that the first two weeks of September are rewind and dealing with stalls and trying to relax about things not going forward as fast as you would like, or in some cases, they may not be moving forward in a progressive way at all. And it's much wiser to let go and check out the scenery, use your eagle eye to make notes of what you will do when the energy force starts to move forward. So you can think of it as right now the waters are very choppy. So just put the boat in the off position, put down an anchor, and observe. And then in the second half of September, when things start to move forward with the faster moving planets and we go into a new moon cycle, that's when you would have had plenty of time to reflect and will be able to put your best foot forward. You cannot push the river as much as you would like to. You cannot. And so learn to tread water. Learn to swim over to the side of the bank and watch that river flow and observe the currents and know when to get back in the game. Try to make friends with the word imperfection because this month we will be seeing a great deal of it.
But like the Japanese in pottery, they just take that cracked bowl and they fill it with gold. And so that's what you need to do as well. Mars is in Libra now, after all. It's been in Libra for a few days. It entered Libra on the 27th of August to be specific. It will stay there until October 12th. And while Mars is in the sign of Libra that loves harmony and justice and has rulership over design and beauty, we're going to see a little bit of the art of the warrior in the best sense. You need to learn how to be a warrior for yourself for your life and bring more beauty into it. Mars always deals with action. Libra is balance, harmony, beauty. And that does not mean you are a doormat. That means you learn the art of being a diplomat. And we need a lot of that in the world right now. I'd like to also take this opportunity to thank the firemen of Station 35 in Los Angeles because they assisted me because when we had that pour down of water that just went on forever, somehow it found the floorboard of my car and that was a nightmare. But they helped me and I think that this is an important point to bring to our attention the absolute importance of essentials in our society, our system, our fire department, our nurses, our police department, the service workers, professionals that keep this glue together. Without them, we are certainly to be a miserable society. So say a shout out to your firemen next time you see them. And they're always good looking too. I find that amazing. <laughs> I've never seen an unattractive fireman. I wonder if it's a prerequisite for the job. Think about them. Thank your service workers. Thank your postal workers. In this time in the world in which things appear to be so very strange, grab on to the love the peace, the harmony, wherever you can find it, and put that out in the world. I'm Parker McFinney. This is Stardust Stereo. I'd like to thank my patrons. You know who you are. You are most appreciated. If you'd like to become a patron or make a one-time donation, you can do so at patreon.com slash parkermcp. There's also links underneath the notes of each podcast on Budsprout. And those links can lead you to ways that you can support the show if you feel so inclined to do so. I want to remind you, you are made of stardust. So go shine.